Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 25 of The Lodge. We've got my good buddy Shane Driscoll on the podcast today. And if you're listening on the release day, happy St. Patrick's Day. My good buddy Shane, he is not only a great playwright and a great musician, but he's currently a wrangler down in Arizona. Long Island born, ladies and gentlemen, thrusted himself into a new world. Uh, we speak a lot about this experience of his. We uh, talk about the play he's currently working on and his uh, future in playing music here on Long Island this summer. So tune in. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's a great podcast. And the big thank you to everybody who has been supporting The Lodge, both my listeners and my donors. I really cannot thank you enough. I'm happy to have made it here to episode 25. We're going to keep it going. Enjoy this podcast. And we're live. Hello. Shane Driscoll, how's it going, man? It's going all right. Welcome to the Landy Lodge. Thank you for having Coming me. Coming all the way from Arizona. Coming from Tucson. Tucson. That's pretty awesome, dude. I, I mean, you're in town for the whole month. Yeah. I Sorry, I didn't come specifically for the podcast. I know, you didn't come specifically for the podcast. Yeah, no, I flew you, in. You I flew in. Here. I flew in this morning. I fly out tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. So, how long you been? Down there in Tucson and tell everyone what you're doing down there. All right, what, what's so the deal? What's the gig, man? I only did two months, but I was, I'm going back. But anyway, I was a Wrangler and a ranch in Tucson, just outside Tucson. It's called the White Stallion Ranch. It's a, wow. it's a guest ranch. They uh, fit about, I think about 150 guests when they're really busy. And so they do rides, um, they have other stuff, rock climbing, biking, but I, as a wrangler, I work with the horses. So as a wrangler, what does that entail? What, what is it that you're doing? So I go out on rides with guests. Um, I get the horses ready for the guests, feed the horses, um, groom them, um, tack them, like saddling and stuff. So this is obviously rewarding work for you. Oh, without a doubt. What, what, what is it about doing this? Like, is it that you get to see the results of your work firsthand? Or, like, what what's the draw? Um, what is it that's satisfying you about this work? I don't know, because, like... Because you're an islander, man. I am. And, I, and am you, you. <laughs> I am a foreigner in this land. Well, in that land. Um, but look at you, man. It's transformed you a little bit. Yeah. It's become I mean, a part of you. Well, I mean, I don't feel like a foreigner when I'm there. It's just I originally, like, coming from here, it's just so different. You have a different upbringing. Yeah. But yeah. now, like, I I feel very comfortable out there. It's just like it's a feels like a second home. All my friends there, the other Wranglers, like, it's it's a great experience. But I guess I didn't, like, I'm what I'm just getting to is, like, I didn't know what the draw was before I went. I didn't know what. You kind of just took a leap. I took a big leap. I didn't yeah. know what I was going to like. I have never, I didn't know what I was going to be doing really. Mm-hmm. Um, but after working there for a little while, I mean, I did not anticipate how much I would like the horses. I've never been a horse person. Nothing against horses. I've just, I never really rode. I went to the ranch. But you have a kid. serious bond. Now I do, horses. yes. Let me ask you something. Have you ever had a dog? Oh, yeah. How would you compare the bond with a horse as a bond with your dog? I would say, I mean, the dog, I mean, because like a dog is like, my dog or my family's dog yeah whereas a horse it's like it's a little different i don't it's not like i'm like it's i don't fully take care of it i'm not like it's provider Mm -hmm. but it's just it's so it's not quite dog level for me some people without a doubt okay for me it's not quite there but i would say it's close Close. and i did not expect that you ever had a cat i haven't you haven't like i was gonna ask you to measure it against a cat too but (laughs) um you know i obviously haven't had the same experience that you've had but i've i've I, me and my family have gone horseback riding many, 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 many times. Yeah. And I, I've always felt that, like, it's funny because every horse I had was different. Yeah. Oh, you definitely. And I bonded more with other horses than as opposed to others. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it was, it reminded me a little bit about having a dog. The idea of, like, a companion yeah, and if this horse trusts you yeah. and in some ways relies on you. Oh, definitely. You know, like, it's a... You... Uh, like, I understand through, the draw of, of building a bond with a horse. Yeah, no, definitely certainly. you... 
you really feed off of them their energy their emotion like you can tell kind of and so like like an example i would say is i had a nightmare on of a ride with a horse i was on and at the end of the ride i could tell that he felt the same way like he was just as scared as i was so basically some backstory what happened so i ride so there's horses that you work everyone like wranglers are assigned horses and they Mm -hmm. work those horses so i had primarily sherman and chief um sherman had a wrangler a while ago and he's been he's a guest horse so like he'll get guests sometimes i ride him because he's just he's i think he's basically he's new as a guest horse so they just kind of need someone to continue working him a little bit while he's still getting worked into being a guest horse and then clyde is my other horse and he's never had a guest he's had a wrangler for i think a year He's only six. He was born on the ranch. So he knows nothing. Most of our horses are retired. So they're at least a little accustomed to having people riding them and stuff. But he is still learning. So like he's like a real project. Um, And so I took him on a mountain ride. Some horses can be stubborn. Is he a stubborn horse? Is that? He can be. Gotcha. He's very, I mean, he's young. So like if he gets like excited, he kind of just like. So he's kind of still being disciplined. Yeah, he's a six year old. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, so I, I, it was, we were putting rides up in the morning and there was me and there was this other girl who was new. It was her first day and it came down to a slow flat ride, um, which is just easy. You just go <laughs> yeah. out for like an hour, a little over an hour, just walking on your horse. It was between that and a slow mountain, which is slow ride, but you go up Ooh. a mountain and it was the Wednesday. It was lookout point, which is, I think the steepest of our mountain rides, um, so it was between me and this other girl and it was her first day and I knew the horse she was riding is annoying and she'd never ridden him before. I knew she was going to have a tough time. So I was like, all right, I'll go on the mountain. I've never done a mountain ride with Clyde and I was, but I, I've done mountain rides. But you were well, yeah, you yeah. were well. And so, I, and I obviously I've ridden Clyde and so like I was, I was like, I'm not, I'm not, probably not going to have fun, <laughs> but I got to do it. So I might as well do it and save this girl the headache, I guess. Um, so... Uh, so he's he had a wrangler for a while and when he was with the wrangler he was leading rides okay and so now what i'm doing what i was doing a lot of was just working him in line because the horse said to be used to walking in line so i would ride at the back um but he's not used to it so he gets impatient because he has to walk at the horse in front of him's speed instead of being at the front where he can just walk as fast as he wants um so we're heading out to the mountain and he's he gets antsy um it's normal for him i'm used to it and then we get to the mountain and like I start realizing, like I don't know how he's going to be on mountain rides. I think he's done this specific ride like once with the Wrangler who rode him. I think I could be wrong, but so I was like, I. So remind me again, why did you have to take Clyde? Why why couldn't you have taken a, another horse? Um, I think that week Sherman had a guest. Gotcha. So okay. Clyde was, or at least that day. So Clyde was the horse I was riding. I was gotcha. assigned. He was like, just the one morning, you were assigned. Okay. Yeah. Um, if I could have picked, I probably would have picked. Sherman, because Sherman is really, I know he's really good on mountains, but Clyde, I had no Sherman's idea. a gentleman. Yeah, so, <laughs> definitely, yeah. But, I mean, nothing against Clyde. Clyde's a wonderful horse. He's just, he, he's just a little he's dude. Learning. He's learning, yeah. he's learning. So, we get to the, you kind of go up a little bit. It's like a hill that gets to a point where the Wrangler then checks everyone's saddles again. Mm-hmm. And then he gives like a brief, like, have you ever done a mountain ride before? Here's what you got to know. Like, leaning back, leaning forward, all this stuff. And and then you go up the steep part, and it's a beautiful ride, but it's probably, um, I don't know, like in like from in like about like twenty feet that way, you mm. have to go up ten fifteen feet. Oh. But it's like a zigzag, so it's not it's not just a straight shot up. It's kind of a little more gradual, but it's steep, quick. Um, and when you do is you'll have you'll just leave a lot of room with the person in front of you mm-hmm. and going up they'll go up kind of slow and your horses are going to be looking at their feet the horses are great on mountains i did not expect it i had never done a mountain ride before before i worked on the ranch and well they're very i mean i i never went on like a mountain trail but yeah. we were near some cliffs and horses are very they're very conscious of their surroundings they like are that, and you know? They're heavy, do you so think they it has have... to do because like their eyes kind of go more. Oh outwards? no, they can see. Yeah, they yeah. see a lot more. Yeah. Um, so they're very big, heavy animals. They have very good. They have a good center of gravity. They can, 
They're good at climbing. They're good climbers. They're surprisingly good climbers. I never thought they would be good climbers, but well, you know what it is. It's like goats are really good climbers too. I mean, goats are and great like their climbers. structure aren't, isn't really that it's, different. Yeah. So basically, and I, what I say to guests is, if you're nervous like about going up, just think like, could you walk up this? And if they say, yeah, I'm just like, well, they have two more legs than you, so <laughs> they can probably do it a little bit better than you. They've so got a, they got a better stance on balance. Yeah, definitely. And like there were points where we were like building a trail, it's a strong core. Horses oh, yeah. probably got a really strong yeah, core. Yeah. I mean, they're huge. So yeah, true. They they're all torn. I mean, like it, look, it looks funny because like they have these like stick legs, but they're so powerful. But when you get up to like where the leg gets near the torso, it's like with their yeah. quad. They're, they're like, like their thighs. Dude, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but, man. So you think like oh they they must have delicate legs, but no, they're beast animals. Their legs don't break easily. So, um, so we're going up the mountain, and. You leave like room for the guest in front of you. Yeah. We get to like the steep bit. And I'm not sure how much, how quick Clyde is going to go up this mountain because I've never done a mountain True. on Clyde uh, okay. uh, before this. And Clyde's a, Clyde's a baby, right? Yeah. Like he's a, yeah. Um, a seven foot three year old. Yeah. I, I think he done, had done it once, but like I don't know. So I don't know how he's going to do on this steep bit of the mountain. So I leave like a lot of room. Uh, the guy, the guy before me, is probably like more than halfway up, He's okay. almost to the top, and I'm like, "All right, Clyde, like, let's go, let's pick it up." And I was wrong. <laughs> I should have waited. <laughs> I did not expect how quickly he was going to go up that. He was almost like at a trot, like a trot's like the like yeah. bounce. He was ba- like he was walking really fast. Um, and you're not supposed to stop a horse on a mountain like that because you don't know. Like, if you were climbing up a mountain, would you want someone to just, like, pull on you and stop you? Like, no. Like, you would want to stop when you feel comfortable stopping. So Correct. you're not supposed to stop them because you don't know if they have a good footing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get him to slow down a bit without fully stopping. But also, he's not good with neck reining. Right. Because he's still learning. So, like, mm. I mean, he's good with it, but, like, not, like, a perfect. So, like, you got to be forceful. And sometimes he doesn't know what you're saying. And so we catch up to the guy in front of me. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because he thought I was telling him to turn or if he was just nervous and going around this guy. But he turns off the trail um, and there is no side of the trail on, on this on this mountain it's ride. It's just plain old mountain. It's just point. mountain. And we're not <laughs> near a cliff. So I guess I don't have that much that to worry about. But like you could easily die. Oh, yeah, it's a mountain. Yeah, it's a steep part of a mountain. There's huge rocks All everywhere. you got to do is hit your head on the wrong I'm fucking on a, thing. I'm on a horse that's 2,000 pounds. He's huge. He's a big baby. Huge baby. He's big baby. The biggest baby. He's the largest. <laughs> he's only six, and he's the largest horse they have on ranch. It's a big baby. He's not done growing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like a seven-foot three-year-old. Yeah. Good luck managing that. Yeah. Um, Couldn't pay me enough. So he turns off the trail. And immediately I'm just, it's just big rocks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like there's no, like on a flat ride, if you go out of the trail, like, yeah, there might be some cactuses, but like, it's still solid ground here. It's not solid ground. It's just rocks down. So he immediately loses his footing. He no longer, I don't need, I don't think in that whole thing, he had like a footing on the ground. It was just like ankles (laughs) bouncing (laughs) off of rocks. I feel you. Like if he does get a oh foot, God. it's just while he's stumbling and like he just goes right back. But to even stumbling. that's impressive that even in like oh yeah, no, as they, they have stumble, great, they can still like, like that's the thing. Like they, I mean, like horses will go down sometimes, but like especially in a spot like this, like he's being really careful. I mean, obviously sure. it doesn't sound like he's being that careful because he just did this, <laughs> but he is trying to be careful. He's just not like he's a horse. He's not like a person who doesn't think that much. So like Truth. he's in the moment very trying to be very careful. He because he doesn't want to fall either. Um, well, yeah, yeah, that could mean death for him too. Yeah. So, um, while we're doing this, I, I try to yell for the wrangler, who's at this point up over the cliff. Like I can't see. You can't him. see him. So I kind of, but like I'm also distracted and like thinking about a million things. So I don't really yell very loud. I'm just kind of like Matt, <laughs> and he does not hear it. And so then, I try to get the guests ahead of me's attention. So I'm just like, Hey Nick, (laughs) could you, could you get Matt for me? And he kind of like tries to look back, but he like, he can't see. He he, he like, and so he's just like, Hey Matt, I think think Shane needs help. Oh my God. Um, and so we're just stumbling and I'm just like thinking about like, if I'm going to die or if I'm going to, cause if I I fall, I mean like I'm, I'd fall. He's a super tall horse. I could break my arm just from the fall. 
let alone on true on rocks and I, I i would then fall and fall down the like roll down this steep bit right there's also a 2000 pound horse walking around me um so like i i don't know what to do i'm just scared honestly and so then i see like a little a little flat bit it's still rocky but it's it's a flat level bed. yeah 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 and i'm just like i need to get there <laughs> and then like, in the moment i see his head like lock, lock onto, onto it? it as well and so we're both focused in. so do you think you guys in some way were like telekinetically connected i like li- i'd like to i'd like it. to think so i mean like because they can feel your like body Definitely. like they can feel like your positioning and stuff so Would he could call it a symbiotic relationship between the rider and the horse in like when you're on the horse, yes. Yeah. Okay. In like nature, I don't know if I I don't know if I would exactly say humans and horses, but like riding a horse. True. You are in this together. Uh, he I can I have he knows that I can like lead him, so I can like tell him where to go. But then he can also he he, he understands you guys are like our yeah, team. We can you can communicate and you're working together. Yes, exactly. So. I don't know if he felt that like I like looked, or if he just happened to see it. Or if we were I mean, you both had the linked. same goal, so it's not crazy to think you both yeah. saw it on your own, too. Um, so he stumbles his way to it, and we make it, and he gets kind of like a footing. I'm shaking. I'm breathing. I can feel him underneath The adrenaline me. is settling. Yeah, basically. I can feel yeah. him taking really deep breaths, and he, he he's just as scared as I am. And yeah. then Matt starts coming down towards me, and like... I, I don't remember if I said it or if I just thought it, but I remember wanting to be like, can I just stay here? Stay here. Because the, this trail, you just go right up, turn around and come right back down. True. Um. So I, I, he's just like, all right, Shane, now just come, come right back up. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I get him back on the trail. That was pretty good. And immediately have to go right back up the bit. We just fell back down. Oh. Um. We go. He goes up a, a little more cautious, but also very quick. He does not want to be on that. And there are at this point, like the other people are up. Matt uh-huh. went right back up, so I don't have to worry about him not having trails. So he sure. just goes right up. I don't even think I looked because it's a beautiful view. I don't even think I looked. You were still I think kind of processing. I was whole... processing. I was also still focusing on the fact that we now have to go back down. Wow, yeah. So you you kind of turn around, and I'm kind of just catching my breath. And we start to go back down. And this time I'm just like, I'm waiting for this guest to get completely down before I even start to go down. Because I do not trust Clyde. Um, And he wanted to get off the mountain just as bad as I did. Um, It's a good thing I left room because he very quickly descended. I I was scared, but I I was also just like, just get me. I was like, Mm -hmm. fine, if you want to trot down this mountain, just get me off of this mountain. well, and it sounds like you definitely learned something. I yeah. Do you think Clyde learned something? Oh, he better have learned his lesson. Yeah, I was saying, is Clyde a better horse since then? <laughs> he he better. <laughs> um, you he, and Clyde, you and Clyde are gonna have your own sitcom. Oh yeah, I watched the Shane and Clyde show. You would. I think I think the world. I think America needs it. I think America needs well, to understand funny, the Wild West a little more. And I think we could learn from Shane and Clyde. Yeah. The the importance of trust and discipline. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. Well, before I get into it, I just want to say when we got back, I've never seen a sweaty horse before. It looked like he got out of the pool. He was so sweaty because he was so scared. <laughs> he thought he was going to die. He was literally he probably, drenched. Because honestly, that's probably the, is that the first time he's fallen like that, you think, in his I'm life? I'm not sure. I'm not know. sure. It could have been on a mountain like that, having like a scary moment. Yeah. I, I haven't heard it of it. It could be a wake-up so. call, man. I mean, like, yeah. animals learn. They have the ability yeah. to learn what behaviors will keep them alive Definitely. and what behaviors will kill them. Yeah. It's the Darwinian framework after all. Yeah. The Clydes um, who, you know, learn to keep their balance yeah. and are more disciplined tend to survive. Um, the Clydes who don't tend to tend to not. Yeah. Um, but so you were saying about like lessons from Shane and Shane and Clyde or like a TV show almost. It's funny you say that because we had a joke. Um, my nickname there was Shane the Train. Shane the Train. They called me Shane the Train. And Clyde's nickname was the Mammoth. So it was Shane the Train and his Mammoth. Um, Bro, and it's dude like we like my, I had this friend train. I had this friend Steve and another Wrangler there, and he would like at one point like my grandpa came with his brother in law and oh, like that's they awesome. they come all the time and they were like they were already planning on coming when I was like before I went of, so, course, like, of course it just happened to work out that I was there um, and so like, he's telling them like 
the tales of Shane the Train. <laughs> and the, I and swear the he's gonna he's trying to turn me into like the next like Paul Bunyan. Like Paul Bunyan wrestled his fucking his blue ox and like made the made the Rockies. Shane the, Shane the so Train man, and his mammoth. Man, what really pulled you out there? So like you've been an island boy your yeah. whole life with the biggest city in the world down the street, like city and island. Yeah. And you went for something completely different from the two of them. It was well, what pulled you out there, dude? What made you do this? I guess curiosity and cool. also just like kind of wanted to just change things up for a bit because like i've been going to school for a long time mm-hmm. um with no clear direction until more recently uh where i kind of locked into like what i want to do and pursue that but um and what is that music i go for music cool. i want to teach like preferably like a college you'd be a great music teacher well, thank you yeah um but so I had been going to school for ye- like years, five years, six years, whatever it's been. And I mean, like, I don't regret taking my time because I've done a lot of stuff. I've changed majors. I've gotten experience. So I don't regret it at all. And it's just been NASA. So it's not expensive. True. Um, so I don't regret it. But it's also just kind of like a, after all these years, it's just kind of like I could use a little break, change things up. I've been working in the same liquor store job for of two course. years. So I kind of was just in a routine. Um, the only thing I really felt like I would have missed or that I missed was my girlfriend's just not because that was tough, but I want to give her a little shout out. Yeah. Sophia, if you're watching, love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> she goes to school with me. She's a music major. Very um, cool. But yeah, so like, yeah. Um, so she was the only thing I really, I mean, like obviously my family and my friends, but like, I don't know. My friends have all gone off to school my family is all... Like, Everyone's having their own little adventure, yeah. and you were feeling... You had a call. Yeah. Um, you had a call to adventure. And so the only thing I really felt holding me here was my girlfriend, but I felt like she would understand that... I mean, like, I, didn't, I just went And she obviously bit. supports you. Yeah. Which is great. So, it's a great thing. Yeah. So I just decided to just go out there. And I, I know um, the son of the owner. He's the head wrangler. I've known him 10 years. I haven't, I've known him since actually my whole life, but I haven't seen him in about 10 years. That's wild. Um, and I was there with my family for the first time in about 10 years, this Thanksgiving. And I got to see him and it was just like, like just as I remembered when we were kids. Um, and I was talking to him and I was like, Hey, I was thinking about taking time off from school. Like, could I come out and do some work? Do you think in some ways this is reconnecting you to your childhood or at least a piece of your childhood? I would say at least a piece. Cause I didn't yeah. really ride as a child and this is very, but, but you were than, on the ranch. But you yeah. would go to the ranch, yeah. you know? Um, so it was almost like, it's funny. It's like, it was foreign to you, but there was like that little slice oh, yeah. of comfort. Yeah. No, the ranch itself you know? felt very homey. Cause I had known it growing up. It was just like this place we went to every year for Thanksgiving for a week. Mm-hmm. It was this home away from home that I hadn't been to in 10 years. Uh, but it, no matter how much they've changed, it still just feels the same. So I told him that I wasn't really, hadn't really, I didn't have anything really going on. So I asked if I could come out and work. And he was just like, hell yeah, man, come on out. And it was David True, his dad, Russell, owns the ranch. Um, and I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I didn't know, I didn't really know yeah. the other Wranglers that well. I kind of got to know them while I was there as a guest for Thanksgiving, but for a couple days, um, I didn't even know. Mo- like I knew they Wranglers go on rides, but I didn't know anything else about the job. Don't know what else they do. I mean, I could make assumptions, but I had no idea. True. Um, and so I was kind of just going in blindly, but I just figured, like, what the hell? I guess I didn't really think about it until like people started saying stuff to me, because like to me it was just like, yeah, I'm gonna just go be a Wrangler. I don't know why not. True. But like I'd say that to people, and they'd be like, that's crazy. Like you're crazy, <laughs> like what? Like like no, nah, man, no. I don't. Think well, no, cra- I don't. Not, not yeah. crazy in like a bad way. Just crazy. I don't like, crazy. I'm like, not damn, like, dude. I crazy because like I'm not making. I'm just like yeah. I'm gonna just try out working as a wrangler, and people are just like, how are you not like freaking out? Like it's you've because like, what you, you don't got know. to lose? What do you have to exactly. lose? Right That's now, how man. I feel. Yeah. Exactly. Um, like I would be talking to guests, and I would tell them like, you got to take adventures like this in yeah, your life. Definitely. So like people would ask me where I'm from, and I'd say like, oh, I'm from New York, and they're like how how did you end up here and i'm just like oh i don't know i come as a guest and i just decided to come out here and work and they're just like that's crazy and i was like you know, yeah, the bank is like you know and, and i'm not saying we do this in a malevolent in a malevolent manner manner but we kind of make assumptions about people from like where they're from and what the culture is around yeah. them so they're probably it's hard for them to wrap it's like you were a new york city island yeah. boy and you wanted yeah. to come here like that doesn't make sense and, and like people from where you're from don't want to do that yeah you know 
So it's like you're, you're in a way you're almost like shattering an illusion. Definitely. You know? And it's also because being had being a guest there, um, you just think of the Wranglers as like, this is just their life. I was like, going to ask you, how, how are the people different? From the people around here. They're not so different. Not, I mean, like, different, I, mean, I figure the basics are the oh, same. Oh, yeah, no. Really not that. I mean, like, obviously. But, like, do they value certain things? Well, I mean, they have to have some sort of different yeah. values. Like, I mean, like, uh, they value I mean, the sun more than we do. Oh, yeah. We I value mean, TV more than they do. You know what I'm saying? Time, things yeah. like that. Like, But at the same time, it's just like, it was my bubble on the ranch. Like, if you go into the town, if you go into Tucson, it's not that, especially like in the city, it's not, not that different. It's not, than it's than not that different. On um, the ranch in the middle of the desert, that's one thing. That's really different. But um, the people aren't that different. I mean, it's like different opinion. I mean, like political opinions and stuff. But like, that's just having different values. It's just, yeah, know? exactly. Um, but the moral values, would you say, are the same? I would say, I mean, not to like knock anyone here. I feel like a lot of the people I met there were a bit more into like hard work. A lot more like blue collar kind yes. of people. Whereas here, I guess I know, me personally, at least, I know a bit more. I mean, like, I live in a suburban area. It's yeah. very... Well, dude, that's funny, man. Because, like, look, I, I, I'm i a computer programmer. I'm a digital content director. I work... I work. My work yeah. primarily involves me being on a computer. Yeah. But when I lived down in Charleston, back when I first came out of college, dude, I was working for a stonemasonry. Yeah. And I was doing work like that. I was working forklifts. Yeah. I was using a loader to load yeah. a bunch of fucking, like, rocks or, or like... Um, like pebbles yeah. into a truck so yeah. they could be delivered to a job site. Uh, I was driving a truck. Yeah. I was doing, I was doing kind of stuff like that. And it was, it's different. It's a different it feeling. Is. It's a different satisfaction. Okay. You know, it's not like, look, don't get me wrong. Writing computer code or making something in Photoshop. There's a lot of sad. I get a lot of satisfaction yeah. out of that, but I got a lot of satisfaction out of those jobs too. And it was yeah. almost like a different sort of satisfaction. It's, it's weird, man. It's like, we're all like, like you're pointing out, we're all the same, but, we're all different too, because yeah. like the things we do make us feel different. Yeah, you know. How how do you think? Because like you say, you want to work in music, but do you think you'll ever have some sort of blue collar work attachment to you? Like, will on weekends are you going to be volunteering at like local Suffolk County ranches or something? Like, I you mean, know, like what? who knows? Really? Yeah, um, yeah. Like, if I had the opportunity to work like a full time job at this ranch at some point in my life, like, why the hell not? I'm sure I would. I'm, I would love to, but like, I don't know. Like it's weird. Cause like, I don't really think about it too much. Like 30 years from now, if I, if I succeed in all like what I'm doing with school and I end up being like a college professor 30 years from now, if that's all I'm doing, I don't know. Maybe if maybe I'll be working with horses, I really don't know. Like I've learned in my time at NASA that like, you know, you don't know. Like, yeah, dude, no, nah, I would have never got, it's so funny. It's like, I ended up doing the shit I used to do when I was 12. Yeah, like I I used to work in um uh, Adobe. It was Adobe. Yeah. Ma- it, no, it was Macromedia Flash, and then it was bought by Adobe. Became Adobe Flash. Yeah, I think they've discontinued this program since then. But I used to do like animations in there, and I was writing. I didn't even realize I was writing in a programming language because I was writing yeah. in something that was called Action Script. Yeah. So like, if you press play, it would play the it would play yeah. the movie, or if you hit if you hit options, it would take you to an options menu. I didn't even realize I was doing all that. Yeah. Then I kind of got away from it. And after I got out of school, it's like I, I fled right back to it. I yeah. didn't even realize it was like yeah. a subconscious thing, you know, um, which like, I guess what I ask you is like, does music, were you doing music in your childhood? Was music something I that was, you, well, I was actually just going to say like, that yeah. was kind of like me and music. Like, yeah, I played in bands in like early, like high school. And I mean, like I played bass and piano since I was a kid. But then when I was going off to college, I was kind of just like, all right, I got to pick like, like a i'm using air quotes for the people listening a real job like real job exactly like so like i was like oh i can't go for music like oh that's silly like i was being like the the parent who's like oh get a real job and my parents were like like why don't you go for like music and i was like no i need a real job so i went for well first liberal arts but then i went into information technology and Ah. i was doing working with computers and i love computers i have always since i was a kid i've always been into computers um but like I thought I would have really liked it because I was like, oh, I like working with computers. I like fixing computers. I do Photoshop and stuff like that. I of love course, that. Of course. And I just, I just didn't like the schooling for it. I just wasn't enjoying myself. I was, it was just like, I don't know, not a great point in my life, I guess. And then I knew some people in the jazz band at school, um, and there was no bassist in the in the Nassau Community College's jazz band at the time. And so my friends were like, hey, like, why don't you come by? 
play bass in the jazz band. And I was like, all right, I've never played in school, couldn't read music. Um, and I was like, all right. So I went and I tried out and the professor was like, great, come on by. So I started playing in the jazz band. And then before I knew it, I switched my majors. I started just like, I went head first into it. I originally wanted to go for composing because mm-hmm. um, I love writing. Um, but then I kind of fell in love with music theory. Um, Interesting. And I mean, cause that plays into the composing because I like the sort of like the theory behind it and stuff. Of course, and so, of course. But then there was a fire in one of the music buildings and the building was closed for the whole semester. Mm-hmm. And it was the building where we had our practice rooms. And so everyone hung out there. Oh, wow. So after the, we lost the building for that semester, we just hung out in like the classrooms that weren't being used. So I, as a joke, like I bought chalk mm-hmm. and I started like pretend like I was, I, I was like professor Shane and like, it was like a joke and I would like teach a class. So like, we, like me and my friends would be hanging out in like a classroom and I would just start like writing out part writing on the board. And of course, and I was, I'm good at music theory. I always did really well in the class. And so like my friends would ask me for help, like tutoring them. And then like, it turned into like, I would just like be on the board, like teaching a lesson to like a bunch of people. And it wasn't even like a joke at that point. I was just helping them <laughs> with music theory. That's so crazy. So um, you you just, man, it chose you. It's choosing yeah. you. That's so what that means, man. All my friends jokingly would call me Professor Shane. They call me Professor Shannett, actually, because Shannett. My my middle initial is T, so all my Shannett. Ah. <laughs> so like all my like Instagram and stuff is all Shane T Driscoll. Shane and they Thomas read it, Driscoll. Yeah. So they read it as Shannett Driscoll. Oh, do your initials are STD? They yeah. are STD. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Well, it's it stinks because when I was born, my parent that wasn't what they were called. So my parents didn't think of it. Oh my god! And then when we, when you and I were going through school, they were called STDs. But now they're not even called that anymore. They're called STIs now. So it was just. Isn't there a difference between STIs and STDs? No, STI is just like the new medical word for STD. Like I always new... thought there was like I thought we always thought there were two different things. I could be wrong. I'm not a fucking doctor. From what I know, it's just the new because they were like, oh, they're not diseases; they're infections. So like we're, they changed they it. They changed it to infections. So, so HIV was... is an infection. Yeah, because AIDS is the disease. HIV would be yeah. the infection that gives you the disease. But yeah, so like they're primarily taught like referred to as STIs now. Oh. Um, I guess you get, and then the STI is what gives you the STD. I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, AIDS, I, I mean, AIDS is a disease. Yeah. You know? But so it's like the HIV. Well, I don't know if you would call that a sexually transmitted disease. You would call HIV the STI, yeah. and then AIDS is just, just a disease. True. True. That's okay. Yeah. No, that makes that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, so it was just. So you're a doctor now? Yeah. You're exactly. a cowboy doctor? <laughs> it was just the window of us being taught what they were, that they were called STDs. So people, like, older than I am, like, People like my parents' age and stuff, they don't like really call them that. And then kids now are taught STIs. STIs so it's just like the window, the, wi- the, the window that I would be made fun of, like those years of my life, high school and middle school, were when it was referred oh, to. Oh, <laughs> damn. The worst possible times, yeah. dude. Um, but yeah, you no, ever no, get yeah. an STD? I haven't, no. All right. Yeah. All right. There we go. So. Keep it clean, baby. Welcome to the clean club. <laughs> um, you, you, you ever have a scare? No. At least, I guess, I've never thought of it, but no. That's good. No, it's good. You don't want to be in that place. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so they call me Shannon. <laughs> um, so they called me Professor Shannon. And, like, I, I kind of realized, like, oh, I'm just, like, tutoring, like, my, like, my theory class. Oh, like, okay. like, a ton of the people in class, I ended up, like, basically tutoring them and helping them. Um, That's insane. That's so cool. Like I said, man, it's choosing you. Yeah. But, and uh, so everyone was just telling me that I'm a great teacher. And I kind of was just like, Oh, maybe I'll teach music. It was a call. Yeah. Another call to adventure. Yeah. And you don't seem like one to deny them. Exactly. You flew yeah. 2,000 miles. Yeah. But uh, outside of your cowboy life, I wanted to get into the uh, the play you're writing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so my play, um, it's a early stages still. Um, a lot of people don't know about it. I'm writing a play. It's called The Ghost Opera. I'm writing it with my mom, who's a playwright. She's had a couple of shows off Broadway. Awesome. Um, and I kind of had the idea just one day randomly i had the idea for like this story um actually when i first thought of it it was like almost like a henry Selleck, tim burton style like animation in my head that i would think Uh about like i thought of it as like like almost like nightmare before christmas 
Um, and so I mentioned it to my mom and her being the playwright that she is was just like, we have to sit down and write this. <laughs> and I was just like, um, all right. Um, but I'm like not great at just making myself sit down and write. Um, You're more like spontaneous, like you kind of write on a stream yeah. of consciousness. I'm, yeah, like when I write music, yeah. I'm terrible because if I don't write the whole song in the first sitting, it won't it, get It won't get done? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I've been fortunate to have Unlike that if I like, because I don't know how, how you are, I'm when I'm like playing music, the song spontaneously like finds me as I'm kind of yeah. just fooling around. Yeah. And if I don't record myself doing it on my phone, I'll forget it. The oh, whole, yeah? I'll forget the whole song the next day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm pretty much the same way. Gotcha. Um, not that I would forget it after like, like I have a pretty good memory. So like mm-hmm. I, but I ha- I, I will, uh, it'll just come to me. I'll just kind of work it out. I'll just make a phone recording and like, and then I'll come back cool. to it. Um, cool. But yeah, so I knew I was never going to get this played on my own. So my mom was like, listen, I will help you write it all. Like sit, I'll sit down and write it. You just tell me about it. I'll write. We're like, like I'll basically like be in the room with her walking around, just kind of like brainstorming and she'll kind of write out like a script and then she'll read it back to me and I'll like say like, okay, I was thinking more like this and that. And so we're kind of writing it together. It's cool. Um, and it's about, um, a pianist, um, who dies. He's just on the brink of becoming like the great and he, he dies. And so he's um, like a piano prodigy. You would yeah. Say. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and so he dies, and then as a ghost, he can't play the piano because he's got the ghost hands. <laughs> um, he's got ghost hands. Um, like, see, when I thought of it, like, because everyone assumes it's a comedy because, like, I'm just like. Well, comedy and tragedy is just a matter of perspective. Exactly. So yeah. what you're saying can be both funny yeah. and really sad. Um, so, like, when I first had the idea, it's like, I'm just like, oh, he has ghost hands. like, huh? <laughs> And, like, now it's, like, a really serious, like, not super serious. Like, it's still, I think it can be light and you can, it's it's not, like, serious, but, like, it's a drama, I would say, more of now. But, um, yeah, so he dies and as a ghost, he can't play the piano because he's got the ghost hands. And he realizes that he can sing because he has this, like, beautiful ghostly wail that's almost like uh, like a vibrato, like, operatic, like, yeah. voice. Um, and he meets this medium. Which that's very clever because that's kind of how the like typical ghost sounds are. Yeah, it is exactly, kind of yeah. like very, has a lot of vibrato in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so he meets like a medium and um, he, who is an opera singer and a fan of his. And oh, wow. so he meets him and then he's kind of like he, they work on like an opera together. And I don't want to get too into it. And to I won't spoil it too much, yeah. but you are, you are workshopping it this summer, aren't you? I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about it. It's nothing set in stone. So my mom has. I think it's a brilliant idea. Too. Yeah. My, I really like the premise. Thank you. Um, my mom has like a theater. She's a resident artist at and this summer. She has a, a month to workshop a play. She hasn't set in stone what she's working on yet, but she wants to work on a ghost opera with me and workshop it. But um, if we don't get it together, cause I'm going to be going back to the ranch. And if it doesn't work out, she might just do something else, but she wants to do the, the, the uh, ghost opera. So that's cool. Dude. I'm hoping we, uh, cause I, I mean, it's really on me. I have to just write some music. So I'm hoping I can kind of kick myself in the butt and get myself to work on it and get it ready to the point. So what they'll do is they would do like reads, um, like public, like live reads, like bring, yeah, like an audience. Like some workshopping. Yeah, bring. Uh, I'm sure from in. those reads, dude, based on like a certain actor's portrayal of a character, might inspire a whole new vision. Oh, yeah, in no, you, it you does. Know what I'm I mean, that's reads, how I like, do those kind of things. Are we've important. done a couple of reads, and it really gives you like new perspective because you get to hear what everyone else thinks. Like, yeah, you get some, you get another artist's perspective because I think a exactly. lot of actors are in their own way definitely artists. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been working on that play, um, and uh, so hopefully we'll be working on that this summer. I don't know for sure, but um, yeah, if all things work out, then yeah, definitely. Um, I will let you know. Maybe I'll come back on the podcast and we can talk more about it when there's more to talk about. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Which you'll, So you'll be back in the summer? Yeah, I don't... When are you back? When's Shane back for good? I and obviously all plans are tentative. Yeah, I don't have a return flight yet. I typically, like uh, what I did last time was I just bought a one-way f- ticket mm-hmm. and then just kind of figured it out while I was there. Cool. So um, I leave in a couple weeks to go back because I imagine I won't want to be there this summer. <laughs> so I, that's why I wanted to go now. Like I'm going back so soon because like I really want to just like get it in because I'm going gotcha. to eventually have to go back to school and stuff. So this is I just feel like a really good window where I can just kind of work more. So I'm going back to the ranch um, for another couple months, probably 
June is when it starts to get like really hot. So yeah, I'll it's going to be a pain because you're in Arizona. Yeah. That's when the desert feels yeah. like the desert. So I imagine I will just be miserable and I'll probably just come home. <laughs> <laughs> What's and then, the weather? How's the, typically, how's the winter weather in Arizona been? Typically, I guess I don't know because they had a very cold winter while I was there. Interesting. Well, what's co- what's a cold winter for Arizona? What does that entail? I mean, there were a couple days where 40 it was like, degrees? There were a couple days in the 30s. Um, it snowed one of the last days I was there. Um. When I first got there, they had just had a, like a freezing week, apparently, like down, got down to the 20s, I think. Jeez. That's what I, I, that's I, cold. That's what I heard. But when I got there, it was actually kind of warm. It was like high 50s, low 60s during the day, and then like 40s in the morning. How does dry cold feel different than a more humid cold like out here? I never felt like it was super cold. I don't know the science. But I don't know what well, dude, is technically is... right because I'm sure there's a real answer. Like, oh, I'm sure like a scientist would be like, oh, humidity would make it feel warmer because like the water or something. I don't it's know. It's just but... weird how people how like I actually think we're just good at adapt a lot. Like people are just good at adapting to yeah. weather because dude, like I moved down when I lived in Charleston for a while. Like typically, I'd say for a lot of the year, you're dealing with 75 plus. Sometimes it's to put it bluntly, it's hotter in Charleston than it is in here yeah. in New York. Yeah. But like I never really felt felt it. Yeah. So like I kind of adapted quickly to it. I know what you mean, yeah. But like my brother my brother and my dad make fun of me because there was a there was a time where I came home for Easter and um I was helping them we we decorate the yard. Like we're we you know, my parents are very festive when yeah. they de- they decorate the house yeah, for the seasons it. and the incoming holidays. So we're decorating the house for like Easter and it's like seventy degrees out and my, my brother and my dad, they're in like shorts and like a sleeveless shirt, and they're like sweating. I'm in jeans and a soccer jersey, yeah. and like I'm like I'm fine. I'm like I'm not yeah. sweating. It's just yeah. it was just so crazy because like it's not like I'd been down there for like five years. I, at that point, I've been down there like five months, yeah. and it's just crazy how quickly some people can adapt. So, how much of it do you think was you actually just adapting to how Arizona is? I think, and how much of it is like, I think I was just really influenced by New York weather because like when I was there, I wasn't as cold as like some of the people were Gotcha. when it got really cold. And like during the when it was like in the 50s, I'm working outside, I would start to get warm. Like I like yeah. I mean, you're working in the sun. The sun is hot. Exactly. The Arizona desert sun. And you're doing a lot of manual labor. So I would be like super sweaty, mm-hmm. like working on a mountain. And like everyone else would be like, I mean, like hot, but like not as bad as exactly me. Exactly. Not as bad I think it's bad. just because I'm just not used to it. But. That's um, fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's um, a completely other side. Like, at least I was still on the East Coast. You went inland West Coast. Yeah. Like, I was still right on the, like, you know, yeah. my geography wasn't all that different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, when I got there, what they were doing was they were building a new mountain trail. Um, Interesting. So, like, a flat ride trail, you just ride horses. Like, you map out the trail with, like, stacked rocks so that you can know where to go. And then you just start sending rides out on it, and the horses dig into the trail with their feet. Uh. And it makes a new trail. But a mountain trail, you have to, like, clear a trail through a mountain. Um, this is how I got the nickname Shane the Train. Shane um, the Train. So. Clyde the Mammoth. Because it was kind of slow when I first got there. Like, they weren't busy. So, the first, like, two weeks straight, it was slow enough to where like we could a bunch of us could go up on the mountain every day cool and uh um, that's really cool we would just bring some shovels um some rakes and then i had my pickaxe so I, they called me shane the train because what because they they would find like i i pulled the big rocks so like they'd find like a big rock in the ground they'd be like they some people would just be like train <laughs> <laughs> and then i'd come like chugging along with my pickaxe and i would just like rip how does that feel man do you feel powerful yes you feel it, like- was, <laughs> it definitely went to my head I definitely thought I was like this big tough man. Um, I mean, they call me Shane the Train. You're Shane the Train. Yeah, they gave you Clyde. Yeah, I mean, it was the definitely you're taming the mammoth. Yeah, I and like it, it would be like the kind of thing where like I would be working, I would be like pulling rocks on this mountain, and then I'd stop for a second to like have a break, and I would just like look out, and I'm on a mountain looking out at the Sonoran Desert. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what is my life? Like, how did I get here? Like, like, cause like a week, like a week earlier, I was in New York mm-hmm. in the cold winter. And then now I'm just on the, on a mountain in Arizona digging a trail. I'm just like, what is going on? Like, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> but it was really cool. Cause they don't build trails very often. I think you said it had been over 10 years wow. since they last added a trail. So it was great to like, I can now say, I built this trail. You built this. You'll always be able to go back to that trail and be like, I built this. Yeah. That's cool. See, that's the kind of, that's what I'm trying to say before when it's like, it's a different yeah. satisfaction. It is. You know, 
That's so cool, dude. Yeah. Um, and then we can get into the horses. Sure. Um, tell me about these horses. So tell me all about the horses. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect how much I was going to like them. I've never been a horse person. Like nothing against horses. I just never really rode as a kid. And when I rode as a kid, I fell in love with this horse, Stubby. Yeah. Came in like this is the most stubborn horse we got. Is it? But for some reason, me and Stubby just connected. Don't know why. Yeah. Don't know why. Maybe it's because I was like a kid, so I didn't weigh anything. Yeah. So he was like, oh. Do you remember what it looked like? He had black fur. Uh, is it fur? Is it hair? What is it? What's on a horse? It's like hair. Hair. So he had black oh, hair with like white. He was like black. He was a black and white horse. And like the white stripes would be like on his nose. Yeah, his, and stuff his, like his that. blaze. Yeah. His blaze. Yeah, his blaze. So well, that's cool what to call it. Um, he was a pretty big horse. But it's like him and I just bonded. When I got off him, he was following me around like a puppy dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I got him off yeah. him at the end of the trail, and he just, like, I left the gate. He would come to the gate, yeah. and like he was just um, following me around like a puppy, dude. And I was like, damn, I fell in love with that horse. Oh, yeah, I I was like that. 14. I was like 13, 14. Yeah. I was young. I have, um, or I had the horse Chief. Um, love, I love that name. Yeah, he was the horse I rode as a guest for Thanksgiving. That's cool. And then occasionally I would get to ride him when I was a wrangler. Um, is uh, Chief your favorite? Chief is, with, without a doubt, my favorite. So Chief is a very... He's very mean to other horses. He's a big horse. Not huge, but he's a big horse. He's a paint horse, so he's like white and brown splotchy. I gotcha. Um, and he's, he's a draft, so he's like mixed with some kind of large horse breed. So, he's, so they I have he, mutt horses? Yeah. <laughs> um, so like That's crazy. The, the paint horses are typically normal size horses but he's mixed with some large breed so he's like a big paint horse and we don't he's the only one we have so i think he's a beautiful horse and like i said he's very mean to other horses but he's nice to people um and i really bonded with him and it, it, he's just fantastic like it would be like they'd like they they'd tease me like they'd call like oh can someone get chief for bob and i'd be like everyone would just look at me would you ever ride horseback like across country Oh, I don't know. Would you ever do something like that? That's crazy. It um, is definitely crazy. I, never, I mean, you already did a crazy thing. I mean, yeah. Um, Up the ante. I have to do an all-day ride first, and then I'll let you know. Fair. I had never done the all-day ride. It's like Bro, my groin seven hours str- in the saddle, Yeah, and like it's tough. How like stretched, I done was, it, so how stretched was your groin the first few oh. weeks you were there? Um... Not too... Uh, Not it's too more... Big. I felt more, more in my knees. Hips? Knees? Okay, I felt knees. it more in my knees. Gotcha. Um... And it's also because I had no experience, so I had very bad like technique and form. I didn't, I didn't know how to ride a horse. I learned on the job. Okay. Um, now, I mean, I'm not great, but now I'm much better. Much better. We are more experienced. I mean, r- riding a horse a couple hours a day, five days a week will really. True. Especially when you're riding the Clydes of the world. <laughs> um, you learn faster on like horses that, like a guest horse. Like when I rode Chief as a guest, I was like, I, I, I would have said like, oh, I'm a pretty good rider because like. Ah, okay. It, and then, and then now, when I went back to work, I realized it wasn't me. It was just Chief. It was, it was Chief. That's funny because I, I, in the back of my head, I'm like, yo, every time I rode a horse, like I was smooth. Yeah, horse is well trained. I'm yeah. pretty good at this. Yeah, I'm sorry, Nick. But I know, it's... no, it's the reason I put it in the back of my <laughs> exactly, brain. Because yeah. like, okay, okay, Doctor Ego, we're gonna keep you. We're gonna put yeah. you in the back of the bus. It's the horse. I mean, like Chief has been a guest horse for probably like ten years. Exactly. He's. He's been all over. He He's knows. on autopilot. Truth. So like. Oh my God. Even, even horses have boring day jobs. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So I've been doing this 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> the benefits haven't gotten better. It's not like they feed me more. <laughs> no, what, no. Older, older horses, we not always. But Do like older if, horses get the better benefits? Do you guys hook them up? Well, when a horse gets too old, we'll retire it to like a kid horse. So no more like full-size adults. Gotcha. So he gets um, the easy life. And like if they get kind Listen, of like... son, Chief's been here. He's paid his dues for 10 years. He's still not that old. So he's still got a couple years. Like How we old have like, is Chief? I don't I think late teens, early 20s. No, probably in his 20s. How long do horses typically live? Late 20s, early wow. 30s. So wow. Chief's probably like... So I think he's probably long. like close to 20. That's crazy. I don't know though. I'm not totally sure. That's crazy that horses live that long. Yeah. Damn, so we have like years. We had a horse tracker. Um... 33 maybe he's an old horse old bucky Um, but he's just like a super calm old man horse whatever we he just gets kids some now and again Um, that's really cool and like so like when they get to like that like we'll we'll if they're old and kind of feeble or weak we'll give them more food to kind of make up for it Mm -hmm. so they do get but we they treat the 
white stallion treats their horses very well. That's um, cool. They don't um, like when they're done with a the horse, they won't sell it. They'll just retire it and just keep. Okay. It'll it, it'll just get to hang out for the rest. of No, the they have a retirement plan. Yeah, basically, like they yeah. paid their dues. They yeah. get to live the life. They of luxury give us now. some work, and then they get. That's to, very they get cool. They're retired. That's very cool, man. Um, they only will. So you can be a business person and a humanitarian exactly, at the same yeah. time. So like they'll yeah. only put a horse down if they like have to. Yeah. Um, well, it's because you know what it is, man. They definitely bond with these horses too, oh, and they learn to love. Oh them. no, I I had the misfortune of being there to put a horse down. Damn. Um, and they do too. care. Like, they care. Of course they uh, do. And, it, and it's crazy because this was a new horse. It uh, it got there. It was a scary omen for me because my first day there was the first time they took it out on a ride. Oh, um, shit. It was me, uh, another, uh, well, three other Wranglers, two of which were on Nugget okay. and the, an unnamed paint horse. And the Nugget and the paint horse were new. Um, and I was also new. So I was like, oh, it's me and the new horses. And so we took them out on a ride, just the four of us, and it was cool. And then... A couple of days later, um, they turned them out into the pasture with all the other horses. And they, they only do it in pairs so that they has, a, they has a friend. So, like, Nugget and the Paint Horse were friends. Cool, cool. Um, so they'll turn them out in pairs. And so they turn them out um, with the other geldings. Um, and I don't, I think it was even just a couple of days. And we're up on the mountain. Interesting. And we get over the radio. We hear, I'm with David, and we hear his, um, stepmother over the radio like uh david can you go to three which is like the other channel which you'll only go to in like emergencies gotcha. so he switches to three and she's just like uh she's like we have we um horse was kicked broke its leg we need you to you want to can you get down here and so like we all go in we get back um and we can just see them out in the pasture with this horse. They're all standing around this horse. And we all have the fence and we're it's it was very goofy up on the mountain but then very quickly went very serious tone. We're all just kind of like quiet, walking over, hop the fence into the pasture, and we walk over, and it's a bad break. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I mean, like, you don't realize it how bad that is for a horse, but like, you can't give them a cast. They're gonna try to walk on it. Like, there's, it's there's very few things that you can do, and it's expensive. Like, you'd have to send the horse somewhere to to work to like recuperate for a really long time and it might not even work like a a break that bad like there's really no options that's so rough dude and so what happened was it had like treat residue on its mouth so i guess guests were given horses treats which is fine they're allowed to um but he's new and so i guess what we're assuming is another horse was was mad that he got treats and kicked him or something along those lines some something happened after they got treats and a horse kicked him in his back leg it was a bad break. Like, not even fractured, just clean snap. Damn. Um, so we're all standing out in this pasture holding the horse. The, the Gree, our herd manager, is holding him. We, they call the, the vets on his way. Um, and so as soon as the vet got there, he just takes a look and he's just like, yeah, I got to be put down. Like, there's nothing. Um, so they... I'm literally like 10 feet away, not even because we we're kind of like I'm kind of like like the four of us who were there other than like the vet and Gree and the trues, the other wranglers who were there. We're just kind of keeping horses back. Um, it was like me and a couple of my buddies. Um, and so I'm like five, 10 feet away. And the vet, he's sedated at this point already. Uh, gotcha. So he's just kind of standing there looking. He just looks sad. Um, and then the vet comes over and he looks at him. He's like, yeah, I got to put him down. And so he. He has like it's a shot. And he just gives it to him in his neck, and immediately, like a like, makes contact. Horse hits Down. the ground. Damn. He does it kind of nice, where he kind of like, the way he like rests the head. He kind of it's more gentle than just like a flop down on the ground. But yeah, he horse is on the ground in a second, um, and so he just kind of listens for a heartbeat because like they'll breathe after they die. Right. Um, for like a little bit so you like you poke the eye if there's any activity you listen for a heartbeat and stuff and then he's like yep he's down and so then um they bring out a tractor with some chains hooked up and they lift it into a bed and they go and bury it Mm. out in one of the pastures that's rough man yeah it was really rough and it was like my first week there and i was like i it, it was scary it was like on like a like an omen kind of way. Like I was yeah. like, Oh God, like, cause I you know, honestly, you know what I think it did actually. I, I think it actually just, it just humanized the horses for you. 
That will definitely. I really think it probably did that. And then you got a quick look at how much all these people care about this yeah. horse and how difficult yeah. it is to like, like, it's a real living thing with feelings and bonds and attachments. Yeah, it has definitely. a heart, you know? Yeah, it was, it was rough. I cry very easily and I was yeah. trying really hard, hard not to cry. Really hard. It'd be hard. Cry. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to watch. I could picture myself getting choked up looking yeah. at something like that. And like, I'm with, I'm also, and like, I'm with like these other wranglers and like, like the, my boss and the family yeah. and everything. And I'm just like, I don't want to like just sit here crying. I've also only been here a week. week. <laughs> I, didn't, and, I mean, but like, it's not like they really knew the horse that much more than me, but like everyone was upset. Oh yeah, of course, dude. Um, I imagine. We did a shot for Nugget that night. Um, did a shot for Nugget? Yeah. Um, that night, not during the war. <laughs> um, the, the paint horse had to be taken out because he no longer had a friend. And so they had to wait. Mm. They had to wait to get another new horse before they can let him back out into the pasture. Um, That's wild. But yeah, that was rough. But yeah, no, it definitely like kind of humanized them a bit more because again it was like my first week there i think yeah so like i still hadn't really known horses too much but that was like it's a profound experience dude. yeah it's a profound experience definitely now look, we got a little bit of time left here i want to talk to you about some of your music i know you don't have like yeah. a direct project right now that you're working on i know yeah. you got this ranch life and you got your playwright yeah. but talk to me about the music i know you want um, to be a music teacher but what about the shame okay yeah Tell um, me about the Shane music. Yeah, well, I I don't think you've ever seen me perform alone. You've seen no, you saw, I've never you seen saw you saw perform alone. It. Yeah, I've seen I've yeah. You definitely. saw Wait for it, and you saw my band with David. Yep. Wait for it. I was just the bass player. David's band. I was the singer. Um, but I do not in a long time. But I would like gig just as like. Yeah, no, you played at uh Patty Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patty Power. I played. There was a place in uh, Floral Park. I want to say I played mm-hmm. at. Like I would just do shows like that. Just me and a guitar. I played in the city a couple places. Um, and so it's just kind of like singer songwritery stuff. I play with my electric guitar just because I don't use like effects or anything, but I okay. just like. You like the clean, I, I guess? Like I like the. I mean, I have a nice telly. It was expensive, and I'm like, I'm going I'm to play this telly. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what kind of guitar do you have? So I have a Telecaster. It's yeah. really nice. Um, Telecaster Elite. Uh, and so I, I got the guitar, and like, I hadn't didn't have a band at the time mm-hmm. and like i was just like i want to play, play in this guitar. like i have a really nice acoustic guitar yeah. my mom hates that i play the electric because she loves my acoustic but i'm like i'm like i want to play i love my electric guitar and i also just like setting myself apart from just like every every guy, other every right, guy yeah. with a, an acoustic guitar that's true um because that's basically just what i am but like i just i try to set it Spice apart it a, little a little bit yeah bit. um but yeah i just play like singer songwriter kind of stuff i have some originals um that I play, they're all kind of like. Do you have any like uh, place where people could hear your music at all? I right have now? a SoundCloud. It has one of my songs on it, and it's a recording that I don't even like. But if you want, if you want to listen it's to it, it's up to you, man. You don't got to plug. No, me. no, people I people people want. can listen to it if they want. Just gotcha. know that it's not particularly something that I'm super proud of. Gotcha. Well, but I don't mind. On the outro, on the outro, we'll plug yourself. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll plug it on the intro too. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I'd like to hopefully soon get kind of like actually my mom has been yelling at me for years to like actually sit down and record the music that i have because i have enough for at least like an ep yeah um i have a bunch of i have a couple songs um and they're all just kind of like singer songwritery like almost like ed sheerany kind of i guess um that's cool um i don't know they're just sappy love songs and stuff um i just love I think I'm much more. I'm, I'm much more of just like a person to go see. I mean, like I guess that's not really much to say because I don't have any recordings. Maybe my recordings when I make them will be really good. And like, yeah, go listen to my recordings. But like, I just think like I uh... carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ugh. I think more of where I think more of where I would shine or where I do shine is live. Um, gotcha. I, I have gotten a lot of compliments on like my performances. I mean, like, cause it's very, no matter where I'm playing, I, it's just, I'd like to just keep it casual. I just, I'm not like a guy up on a stage giving a show. I'm just kind of like, I'm just a guy. I'll talk. I'll gotcha. Uh, it's very relaxed. I feel very relaxed. Um, That's good. And people are probably relaxed when they listen to you. Yeah. It's Is a your very, music typically pretty relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. So it's just a nice, relaxing. You know what experience. your energy is. That's yeah. very good. I'm. A, it's just very mellow. Just kind of like, I. I just like. I like having it. Like I like that kind of. 
I'm not some grand artist performing a show. It's just like, you're just hey, a guy. you're Shane. Yeah, you're Shane. I'll crack jokes. Everyone um, is there going to be any country influence now that you've been oh, in Arizona? Probably not. I've been probably thinking about not, that, yeah. but I don't know because I mean, like, I didn't even listen to that much country while I was out there. I kind of was thinking about like trying it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm just it doesn't really influence me that much. That's fair. Um, I I was thinking about trying it, but I don't think it would have that much influence. Who knows? But maybe well, I'll start right, writing yeah. stuff and it will. You'll hear it. I don't know. But um, uh, I just like having a very broken down setting like uh, uh, my everyone my mom hates that everyone makes fun of me because when i'm performing uh, if i mess up i'll just be like oh fuck sorry (laughs) (laughs) and like it kind of like like my mom hates it because she says it ruins it but i like like uh, people like my friends and stuff are just like yeah it's very like you feel like it just like a you know something i was doing a performance once where i started a song and i played maybe the first like 12 seconds and i stopped i was like listen I'm just going to start that over. Yeah. I started I, yeah, no, it over I'm, again. I'm all for that. And I had I had literally like three people come up to me. All three of them were musicians. And they were like, dude, we respect the fuck out of that. Yeah. It's like, just fuck it. You have a way you want to play it. Yeah. Start it over. I also yeah. downplay myself a ton. I've probably done it in this couple minutes. No, you've, you've 100% done it. You had like a, you had like a, how do I want to put it? Like you, you had a, you were bullshit when you were like Sappy Love songs, like yeah. they were nothing. But yeah, my dude, mom. No, Sappy Love songs is art, dude. I like did, love I, is love. I, people, my mom would joke that like if I had a band, it'd be like Shane and the Disclaimers, because like every song, I'm just every every time I go to start a song, I'm just like, <laughs> I all right, love that. I'm just like, all right, this song is really bad. It's I, I never finished oh, it. I'm sorry. On. I'm really sorry. I'm about to play this song. And like, I'll start playing the song, and then I'll, the song ends, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have. I should have played that. that. It wasn't ready. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, dude. Um. You gonna start playing shows when you're back here over the summer? You gonna start doing these? I'm gonna say yes because cool. I really should, and I'm gonna make myself. Yeah, dude, I'd love to. I'd love to come out and see yeah. you. And I just, I also just really miss it because I love doing shows. Yeah, I feel like you. I said, it really relaxes me. I feel very comfortable mm-hmm. in front of like a bunch of people, just like with my guitar, just like talking and playing. Fair. I like it a lot. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But before we end, if it's alright, I just wanted to say, yo, yo, fuck Chip Gang. Oh, so you're not Chip Gang. This is not the first not. person to bring it up. I think you're one of the first to bring it up before I before I let you end with it. But go, um, so you're not Chip Gang. I am. I'm not Chip Gang. How much of that is influenced by your current experience? A lot, and not a, not a lot of it because I was on the fence. Like I, as you know, I listened avidly to your to the Lodge. Um, you're a big fan of the Lodge. I want to say you're a big fan of the Lodge. You've supported the Lodge since day one. Um, we we can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough. It's my I, I promise whatever you do, I'm going to support it. <laughs> thank you. Wholeheartedly. Anything you put out, I'm going to plug. You feed the Lodge, the Lodge feeds you. Thank you. Um, but so I'm a, I'm a fan, so I listen to the Lodge and all the Chip Gang stuff, and I always listen mm-hmm. to it. And I, I was very on the fence because um, I was thinking, like, I don't really like the idea of that. But then I was like, eh, whatever. Like, I'm basically on my phone all the time anyway and uh, the jobs and stuff. But then, like, going out there and kind of like seeing like the other side like the opposite side where it's just like some of the people don't carry their phones and stuff they don't don't live that way like i said different different values man yeah different values and for those of you who are first time listeners because the beautiful shane driscoll brought you in chip gang is the idea of putting a chip in your body that can uh, assist you with your with your health and your intelligence something that allows your thoughts to be google searches and will alert you when a tumor first forms like there's obviously a yin and yang to this and yeah. you're it's what like elon musk was talking elon about. elon musk has yeah. got something he calls it the Neuralink. yeah um, so it's basically like the internet in your head it's it's much more than that it's a it's, well yeah it's a computer in working with your yeah. system yeah. so that like so it's it basically computes. like in like a car when like you have the computer in a car it's basically exactly like that. exactly yeah. um and you're not about it and look, of, i'm and like you, you can watch youtube i'm a very conflicted guy i'm some people are it's so funny it keeps changing because i'm getting so many yeah. different people's perspectives mm-hmm. you know and it's like I, I, you know, I'm here. I'm living the island life. I, I live the city yeah. life, suburban life. I, it was I don't much forget. More tempting, I yeah. don't forget what it was like when I was down south in Carolina, yeah. and I don't forget what it was like yeah. to live in that kind of environment. I don't forget what a rewarding experience all of that is. And I know for myself too. When I get older, I want to have a chicken coop. Yeah, I want to have things yeah. like that. You know, I almost want to like. It's crazy. I want like a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, it's like I want to have neighbors, but I don't want my neighbors super right on top i know what you I want mean, just yeah. a little breathing room yeah. i want them there yeah i want to know they're there i want to have a lot of neighbors but i don't want them like super on top yeah. of me yeah and i need a little room yeah i being here i was definitely a lot more tempted to be chip gang um oh yeah because it makes sense around here yeah but like seeing but i was always on the fence and then i think 
kind of that experience kind of showed me that like I would think I would just I don't want it like I don't know like getting out there and just like the medical you know what it is it's like the medical thing is what tempts me the most Uh, definitely i mean you hear horror stories of people they have no idea something's wrong with their body and then they figure it out before like when it's too late you know i almost like dude if it was something what if it was something you could remove what if it was something that wasn't in your brain what if it's something that you could attach and detach well see for that i would say we would all do it then with that i would say i would still probably at least for a little while kind of like not go with trying not to do it but i think with that technology would come in, I I could just set up monthly doctor visits and just once a month go to the doctor. They put this thing on me. It tells me. True. So, like, I could still get the health benefits. But It's interesting. The, these things are bloody complicated. They are very complicated. I wish we had a little bit more time to talk about it. We can go yeah. more depth because I would love to have you back yes, on again. I would love to be back. I would love to have you back on again. Let the people know where they can find you on Instagram, where that SoundCloud link is. Give a little brief of what's going on, what's to come. Shane, the floor is yours. Um, all right. Well, my Instagram is Shane T. Driscoll. It's just like a personal account. You can follow me if you want. Um, they can, uh, we'll be able to see windows into your adventures in the southwest yeah you could see it's it's private but like i just accept all my requests so i don't i don't even know why it's private but yeah i know you can see like stuff i'm doing in arizona i'll post if i if i ever have shows coming up or gigs or anything i post about that um soundcloud soundcloud i think it's just shane t driscoll if you search that we'll find it and i'll, I'll post the link it'll be in the youtube description yeah. I'll, I'll put it up on instagram shane final word um, Anything you want to tell the people? Happy St. Patrick's Day. If this happy, is coming out on or near St. Patrick's Day, I'm either going to drop it tonight here on St. Patrick's Day, or I'll drop it the day. I'll drop it tomorrow. Okay. The turnaround time for the audio is typically tomorrow quick. Tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, so. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Why did I think it was on a Saturday? Just because it's the party night for St. Everyone's celebrating so, yeah, today. Everyone's celebrating tonight. Yeah. Okay, so you know this will drop on. This is the St. Patrick's Day episode. Yeah. Welcome to the St. Patrick's episode. (laughs) Thank you for watching. Time to let you go. Shane, dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. Can't wait to have you back. It's completely off the charts. What would you be like? What would you be like? What would you be like?